Hey everybody, Bill Panoff here with Porthole Cruise and Travel, and it's a it's a pleasure and honor to have with us today the president of Princess Cruises, John Pageant. John, how are you? Excellent, Bill. Thanks for having me on your show. It's it's great to have you here, and so many exciting things happening with the cruise line. It's a really uh, phenomenal one thing after another. Uh, it's really growing, and uh, well, you'll be able to tell us a little bit more about that. But first of all, the upcoming Sun Princess, the largest ship ever built by Princess Cruises. Let me ask you a question. Will you be building bigger ships? Is this a trend moving forward? You know, I'm not sure if it's a, tr a trend, but Princess has this unique position in the marketplace because we're a big ship cruise line. This sure. will be 20% larger than any ship we've ever had before, carrying over 4,300 guests. But we can give all the amenities that guests love on big ship, but we can give that small ship personalization. So we are, from a Princess brand standpoint, the best of the both worlds. We get all the amenities, but we get that small ship personalization with our medallion class experience. Got it. Tell me, what are the what are the key differences found in the in the new sphere class ships set to debut in the in the coming years? Well, you know, like I was explaining at the naming event, is that sphere class and the Sun Princess itself is truly the greatest manifestation of princes because we listen to our guests. It's a completely sure. new platform, but it was more of everything they've always loved. So more food options, more entertainment venues, more balconies, more stateroom classes, more larger spaces, more views. And so I like to say that the best definition for the sun is more of everything you love. The sun princess is a evolution of princess. True. We are not building the sun princess saying that this is a revolutionary ship. It's not a revolutionary ship. It's an evolutionary ship because we like the experience we give to our guests. We just want to give more of it. Well, very, very exciting. Tell us a little bit about the sweet enclave on board the Sun Princess. Well, you know, the, the sweet product uh, on a ship itself is something that has really grown over the years. And, and there is a particular audience within our audience that just loves the sweets. And so the sweets keep growing up where you had sweets, then you had sweets clustered, then you had sweets associated with specific amenities, lounges and restaurants and, and, um, and other amenities like pools. And it gives that level of exclusivity options that those guests prefer. Sure. But I like to mention on our suite product, we're not suggesting it's a higher service level because our service is ubiquitous across the ship. It's always intended to be personalized. Yeah. It's always intended to be hassle-free and unique to everyone. But if you choose, you want that level of amenities, we love providing that to you. So these are some fabulous accommodations, some fabulous amenities, and we think that uh, they'll resonate really well. We read uh, the Sun Princess will have more balcony space compared to any previous new build. Is, is that something that guests have asked for? Well, you know that Princess uh, introduced the concept of the balconies back, sure. back in the day. You know that more than anybody. Yep. And, um, and so it's just something that there's nothing like the ocean views. People value them. And so obviously we want to get as much balcony space as possible. And what that really means is, is that as many staterooms as possible with balconies, 
and it means the amount of balconies that you choose with respect to the category that you want. We want to make sure that we always have a broad selection of stages because we want to have various price points. We want to accommodate what everyone wants and that's a lot of choice and a lot of options uh, and that's what we're doing with balconies as well. This is um, this is the third ship uh, with the name Sun Princess to sail for a princess. What led to the decision to use the the name from a previous uh, from previous ship? Well, it it was intentional, and it was intentional to suggest and to show that we are driving the future with innovation. We're going to keep pushing the envelope on sure. every dimension, both all the physical components of our experience as well as the technological platform that supports the uh, experience. But we're not going to break the princess experience. We're going to embrace our heritage. And so we hope you see that not only in how we're delivering the experience, but also the design of the ship. The design of the ship embraces the princess piazza. Yes, it is more magnificent than ever before, and it's already pretty magnificent on our other ships, but it's bigger, incredible lines, slightly more modern, but there's no way we're gonna turn anyone off with that representation of who we are. If you look at the shape of the ship, the shape of the ship, it's princess. And it has the lines of the sea witch. It has the curved Italian inspired interiors. So it is everything princess is. That's why it's an evolution. And that's why we went back to uh, pull back the sun because we wanted to show that we embrace that heritage. Got it. Dining on board is extremely popular uh, among princess guests. Can you tell us a little bit about the dining experiences or options one will find on board the sun princess? Well, I'll talk about that on a few different dimensions, is that that princess guests love the main dining room. Sure. And so uh, as a, and, and so often in cruise, you're always talking about the signature dining and the specialty restaurants and the new celebrity chef that's going to be on this little restaurant or that little restaurant. Right, right. And that's not to diminish any of that. We have that as well. But on this class of ship, we actually went back to the main dining and said, we're gonna take it up to the next level. And so we have three story dining rooms that have incredible views, but also they're spectacular, but they're also modular, configurable, flexible. So it allows us to evolve with our guests, give them the service they want, give them the diversity, still service that scale of ship but also remember, on a princess ship, you have Ocean Now, which is our on-demand service, which is anything, sure. anytime, anywhere you want. So at the end of the day, it's whatever your dining needs are, whatever your preference are, anywhere you want it. Sometimes that's in main dining, sometimes that's in a signature restaurant, sometimes that's on the Lido deck on a lounge chair, if that's sure. what you choose, or the balcony of your stateroom. So really, it's about how to service the guests with all our products and services on demand, when, where, and how they want it. Cruisers are, have been raving about the technology on board Princess ships. What is, what is your favorite feature of the medallion? <laughs> you know, I, I, the features I love are the, the, the features that you kind of forget are happening until you leave. And then uh -huh. you're like, 
whoa, I wish I could do that still. Yeah. So whether yeah. it's, you know, of course the magical doors, which are incredible where your stateroom opens upon your approach, that's certainly great. Contactless payment, you know, we do contactless payment better than anyone in the world. So that's certainly something very impressed. The personalization that exists with respect to the recognition of the of people as individuals and what they need, want and desire is super special. But, you know, the notion that you can pull out your, your medallion class app or check on a portal and see where your travel party is instantaneously and navigate to them on demand, even when they're moving, it's, it's always special to see that. So I certainly like that. The only disappointment is when I brought it home, it didn't work with my wife. I, you know, I put it down and I expected <laughs> things to be delivered to me. And, but obviously it wasn't working. So I, maybe it was the bandwidth or something. I'm not sure, hey, but <laughs> maybe, but we can solve that by just keeping you on our ships all the time. There, there you go. Now you're talking, now you're talking. Will there be new technology implemented on board the Sun Princess? Uh, uh, anything you can share that will be a little bit different? Well, I can tell you that from a technology standpoint, our platform's ubiquitous across every ship sure. across our entire fleet, regardless of the vintage of the ship, because that's what it takes to provide a, a consistent and you know a delivery on our brand promise. And so we're always committed to that. I will say, however, that the Sun Princess will receive a next generation of that platform, which increases our precision, increases our speed, which and at the end of the day manifest in increased service levels. So you'll see that not in one thing, but everything. Princess Cruises recently participated uh, in, a, in a dating reality show hosted on board the Regal Princess, which is set to premiere in October called The Real Love Boat. Can you tell us a little bit more about how this came together? Well, certainly. And, you know, I think that in its most basic form, you did describe it right. It is a dating reality show. But what we see it is, is bringing the Love Boat brand back to a new generation sure. to expose cruising to the world. Because, look, I've had plenty of letters and people would love a scripted Love Boat and that would be amazing but that's really actually not the economics behind tv these days and it's Correct. really not what people watch so when people right. say well why did you pursue this format it's because it was the best way to convey the love boat to the next generation and it still holds the principles of when you're on a cruise ship as you know better than anyone life is suspended that allows you better time to connect with people make connections which was really the story of the original love boat we're just doing it in a modern format and what you're seeing with the real love boat is you're going to get the dating format you know kind of a touch of the bachelor sure you're going to have activities which is a touch of the amazing race and then you're going to have the heritage grounded back in the original love boat with you know some people that may just show up that will make people really happy that tie back into that heritage. And we're doing it with the tradition of actual um, crew members being on the show as well. And so I just love it because everything great about cruising, I see it as not just a lift for princess, but a lift for cruising because you're gonna see Absolutely. beautiful destinations, great food, beverage, and entertainment, but most of all, connections of people and uh, a cruise context, which I think is good for the industry. And you picked uh, the best cruise director, well-known former cruise director for Carnival, uh, Matt Mitchum, will be the cruise director on the show. And 
Any chance he'll remain on board Princess Ships as a cruise director moving forward? Well, I would say that, that, that when you look at the cast of The Real Love Boat, um, some of those, some of the cast are authentic with respect to their roles with sure. Princess, such as Captain Paulo. Captain Paulo is captain of the Regal Princess on that specific itinerary that the show was, uh, that this first uh, season of the show was filmed. Wow. Uh, now he was not the active captain during the filming. We had a active captain, but he is a genuine captain. Ezra as well, uh, who uh, is actually not a bartender, but she's uh, a, a crew member and a teammate. Uh, Matt uh, was is not with Princess. He's sure. from a talent perspective because the goal in the casting of the show was how to create the best TV show. Sure. So it really was not a vehicle for us to put forth our crew members. Our crew members that are on the show were selected because they were the best for the show. Sure. And so that's where we're going. We just said, hey, let's, what creates the best show? That's the goal. Great. Well, if Matt ever takes a break and you're looking for a, a fill-in cruise director, I can recommend someone. <laughs> Excellent. Princess recently updated the COVID-19 vaccine and testing policies, making things much more easier for guests. Are we getting closer to no restrictions at all? We can only hope so. Uh, you know, I think that the reality is, is that uh, cruising should be treated like everyone else in travel, at least from my perspective. And it looks like we're uh, heading back that way, but it's still a journey. Uh, because during COVID, we were clearly treated differently than um, other other folks in travel, and so I I'm very encouraged. It the recent changes that uh, have occurred have made the cruise experience uh, really back back to normal, whatever that really means, and 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 that makes the guests happy. That ensures they get the great uh, price value they get out of cruising. And I think that we'll, it looks, it looks like we're heading that direction, but you know, uh, it's, it's really hard to tell specifically. John, it's a pleasure uh, speaking to you and super excited about all the, uh, uh, the upcoming uh, innovations and growth of Princess Cruises. And I can't wait to sail. Matter of fact, I am gonna be sailing next Monday on uh, one of your ships out of New York. So I'm super excited. Uh, Bill Pound here for Porthole Cruise and Travel. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you.